Hello and welcome back to the Talking Wolves podcast. My name is Matt Cooper and as usual we're joined by three wonderful guests. We'll start with the man himself, Dave. How are you, son? I'm very well, mate. I was meant to be practice how to say hello in uh, Dutch and in Croatian, but I didn't, but say hello. We'll talk about that exactly. more later, I'm we'll, sure. We'll come on to that later, oh, get on yeah. the Duolingo. We're also joined by Finn. Finn, Finn. Finn's vlogs are back as well. I'm sure we'll come on to that. How are you keeping, mate? Yeah, back with a whimper. But I got my new clobber on. Nice shirt Sheesh. for any of the videos. Is that, is that the yeah, pro, is that the pro range? No, no. Pro? I accidentally picked oh. it up, yeah. But, um, you sure, but mate? No, yeah, just just the normal. Not quite tight-fitting, not very um, complimentary. What's the word? Flattering, but it'll Flattering, do. Nice yeah. shirt. But yeah, I'm all right, thanks. Good. And of course, we've got fresh from his Quidditch training, Tom Parker. <laughs> Tom, how the you joke never gets old. The joke never gets old. I added it to my Twitter bio. I put football over Hogwarts. So, <laughs> must be Could a week against, against modern Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I did try to put football and then the greater than sign and then Quidditch, but it wouldn't let me put the, the, the symbol in. So, mm. I was good. Oh, I have, have to get onto Twitter, mate. Fantastic chaps, glad you're, glad you're all well. Um, off the back of a uh, Bruno's first first winners Wolves manager, but we've got a lot to talk about today. We're going to be looking at the previous three games against Leicester, Spurs, and Nottingham Forest. Uh, we've got the United game to look forward to um, again. The last week of the window, time is ticking, um, and we've also got a few questions. But before we get on to it, guys, um, we've been nominated for an award. Which is which is fantastic. Thanks to everyone who voted for us to get through to uh, the judges' houses. We're now going through to the live shows um, in the football content awards. Talking Walls are up for best club content creator. Um, you can vote for us on their website. Dave will leave all the details down below, or if you're on social, you can vote by tweeting uh, about it. So any support that you've given us up until now, we appreciate it. However, if you don't vote for us again, then we don't then we don't appreciate do one. it. So. Yeah, yeah, do one. <laughs> Thanks for the memories, but it's time to go. Uh, so, yeah, even, uh, even if you've voted before, it's reset now as well. So you can vote again. It'll count as a new vote for us. So yeah, like Matt said, website, uh, Instagram, they've got a post you can comment or uh, the tweet as well, which is fantastic. Yeah, hopefully we can um we can bring it home for you guys. But Leicester, first game of the season, Dave. How good was it to be back? It was, yeah, it was very good to be back. Great atmosphere. A um, little, little bit cautious, as I think everyone was looking at those first three games. Um, and a little bit disappointed with the result. But I think everyone came out of it still fairly satisfied with how we played. And I think that's been the story of the, the, the last three games in general, which we'll talk about. But yeah, good. And our only lapse in concentration the whole game cost us, which is frustrating. Um, but other than that, very, very good. Just got to... We had frustrating chances. Adama, in particular, had one or two good opportunities. The one in the first half where he should have buried it and put it wide. One-on-one -on -one with Schmeichel. And the one in the second half where he's either he's through on goal. Him and uh, Jimenez in front of Schmeichel. He's either got to shoot or square it, and he doesn't either. So, um, yeah, it was one of those games, unfortunately. But, you know, to, to put the team that finished top six and the Community Shield winners, you know, Going toe to toe, head to head with them was uh, was good, good promising signs. Yeah, Finn, how dominant was that performance in in, in large spells, especially the second half? Very large. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it, it, was, yeah, it was just great to be back. <laughs> large spells. Um, large. Yeah, it's just amazing to be back. I feel like maybe if it was two or three years ago, we would have been a bit more negative. But I just, I just felt um, like nothing could have gone wrong. Even though we've got zero points, I feel like. 
we've done better than I thought we were going to do in general, which is really weird because the performances have been absolutely brilliant. And in the league, we've done everything but score a goal. So really promising signs, as Dave said, that one bit of class at Pereira. I don't think it gets talked about enough. As I was like right in that corner, seeing the little bat flit. It was just unreal. A more cynical team might have just taken him down there and then. And we probably should have got in front of Vardy. But yeah, one chance cost us. That's the Premier League, but it was just amazing to be back. We didn't stop singing as well. The fans that day were, it was probably, the best. I don't know whether, as I said, like, opinion. yeah, yeah, we were unreal. And, and yeah, clappers need to be banned, man. But yeah, apart they from do. that, great day. They do. Mate, Leicester, Leicester were a very good side. And me and Dave said, like, in the in the uh, the, the match uh, report afterwards, that although we've lost the game, there were so many positives to take away from it. Mm. Tom, did you feel like that watching watching the game? Um, well, to be fair, I tried my best. I was on the I was on the top of a mountain in North Wales. I was trying to get it to work on the Walls app, um, and it was just You're a joke, mate. Shocking. Get off, get at it, mate. Shocking. You call on a podcast. Or walls. Walls. Yeah. He's not even watching the games. <laughs> no, hell. no. To be to be yeah. fair, I managed to I managed to catch the game afterwards, um, and I thought it was similar to I thought the first, the, the way we started it was similar to you know how. Wolves played under Nuno at times. We start slow, but grow into the game. I thought Adama again. You know that whole conversation about his input was brought up as well, which is a shame because I thought that in terms of him actually making a run off the ball is a big improvement in itself. Um, you know, we used to moan at him that he would just stand and wait for the ball, but the fact he actually timed his run perfectly, ran onto the pass. Um, it was just a shame. Obviously, he didn't score, and then I think Leicester scored after that, didn't they? Really, so. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Connor, Co- Connor Cody at his front post, just watching the ball again. Um, that, you know, again, the argument comes up that, you know, he's a perfect role model and a perfect player to have as a, as a captain. Um, but in terms of ability wise, um, it, you've got to just get to that ball, move towards the ball, and just, and just get your head on it. You can't wait. You know that Vardy's going to come in behind. Um, so that, that was, again, it was a frustrating. A goal to concede because it was so similar to the, a lot of the goals we conceded last season, um, and it obviously begs the question, you know, about Son in the centre half. But overall, I thought the performance was really good. Second half was class. Um, you know, we were all over him really. We should have had more. Kilman had a really almost scored as well. He had a nice bit of footwork. Kilman, Kilman gets a lot of good chances. He, mm. he, he for some reason when he, when he gets over the half line on, he's had chat like a fifty p. Because every time it got touches <laughs> it, it just bounces off in like mm. different directions. Where when he's playing at centre half, I think he's he, he's, he's very good in the air. But I suppose the connection's not as important. But um, mm. Dave, with with Tom saying about Cody there, do you think a a, a, a better defender or dare yeah, I say a more so. experienced more experienced centre half maybe takes a step back and anticipates that. Getting across, right. I know. I know a lot of Vardy's lightning quick, isn't he? But you've got to anticipate that from a striker of his caliber. It's not even necessarily a more experience. It's just a more, just a bet, just a better centre half. Because yeah, it was, and it's not the first time we've seen Cody do stuff like that, where he just almost thinks he's got all the time in the world, and he hasn't. And like you say, you got someone like Vardy who's an absolute predator, just just catching behind. I mean, it's still an unbelievable finish. Jose Sar's got no chance. I saw some some dog if give Jose Sar the blame for that. But no, he's just going in front of him. <laughs> yeah. um, 
but yeah, better, better centre half just approaches the ball and wails it away. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that that was disappointing. But like I said, that was the only real error uh, throughout the game. Cody was the only one that scored for us. He's like the only before yesterday. He's the only one yeah. that scored for us. It was a shame he was offside. <laughs> yeah, I think a, a, another standout performance from from that game, um, Finn and, and Dave's going to laugh here. Was, was Huber Nevsh. Would you? <laughs> Mate, we do... I'm, I'm not making a comment. I'm Nibsh. not talking. Huh? No, because <laughs> I'll, I'll probably say a name later and he'll laugh at me. It's going to be like no, a, an Dave episode. Because Dave wants to roll, roll the R's unnecessarily. That's why, right, Tom, Thomas. on the last podcast, you brought up, you brought up Rowdy Thomas and we are all laughing. Rowdy Thomas, yeah, yeah. 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 And then, um, I didn't notice that. It's going to be like an episode of Rosetta Stone today, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Dora the Explorer on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How good? How well, How good has he been since uh, since the start of the season? New lease of life, yeah. Breath of fresh air. All of the, um, all of those. He's just. It does seem like he's playing a little bit further forward, but still keeping those. Like he's high in interceptions, tackles, all that sort of stuff. Mm. It's just all action, and I've sort of altered my thinking of what we need as a partner in midfield for him because I thought you need that that box to box, maybe someone to intercept and stuff like that, a destroyer. But never seems to be doing it as well, despite not looking to the eye to be that sort of player you can't sell him man like it still seems like it's sort of annoying because we'll come on to man united but the last game they were getting particularly frustrated with fred and mctominay and matic in that area um i hope they don't come in with a late bid it looks like um i know we'll get onto it but our stars are going to stay and neves yeah he's the he's the key i think this season just any stat you look at even to, to the eye stats everything he just He's a, he's a level above all. So another think, season of him, I yeah, think we really I think looking. I said on the last pod, if you combine like, you know, under, under Nuno offensively, he was pretty much redundant, but defensively, he was actually superb. Mm. Um, especially in the last season, season and a half. So if you combine that with how Brun Large plays, we, we said we got the complete midfielder there and mm. he's pretty, pretty, pretty much been perfect. Um, in in the first in the first two games, uh, Gutti didn't play against Forest. To be fair, however, yeah. Martino Martino mm-hmm. played really well. But yeah. you he's inspired off the you? fan base with a bit hairstyle as well. I've seen everyone with that trim that you got now, man. I've seen about four blokes with it last night. <laughs> right, I've, had, I've, had this, I've had this for like two or three months. So Never's watched his talking walls clearly. Copied you, yeah. Tom Tom could rock it as well. If I can let yeah, this we, grow we, a bit, I could do. We, we, well, we, we yeah, we've both got curtains. We'll uh, uh-huh. not care. Yeah. <laughs> Some Venetians. Might yeah. give it a go. Might give it a go. Venetians, yeah. <laughs> he has been classy. Yeah. yeah, he's been superb. Mate, we, we, me and Dave are on, on tatters and bloody hell, that was an experience, wasn't it, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ex- yeah. That was that we, was uh, a, a trip on its own, eh? Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I, I think... The general consensus was, and you've seen videos on Twitter, like the first, uh, first away day in ages, like it was. Uh, I think people couldn't handle the drink. It was, uh, it was, it was quite funny. To be fair, me and Dave obviously contrary. We just kept our heads down, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. we did. We just thought, bloody hell, these these are going to these are going to kill us here. But really, really, really good day out, and a lot of positives to take away from it. And and Tom, I went into the, the Spurs game thinking we could do a job on these here, and. We did everything but score, didn't we? Yeah, it's kind of the story of, you know, up until last night, really. I think a lot of the fan base, I mean, I particularly was really confident. I, I genuinely thought we could win because I, I knew what Nuno was going to do, which was just sit sit back, soak up the pressure and hit us on the break, which was always going to be the dangerous thing. Um, I actually thought in that respect, they probably had the upper hand because of the amount of pace and quality they have on the break with our high line. I thought could have been quite dangerous. 
but we rejected them. Uh, well, rejected. We sort of, um, what's the word? Reduced them to a really limited amount of chances. I thought the penalty, I didn't think it was a penalty, to be honest, but you do see those given. Uh, I thought Samedo's possibly could have been given as well. Um, apart from that second half, they only had that chance where I think it was like Son uh, had uh, they had like about three shots in like ten seconds, and then there was a double save from Jose Sar as well. He had a really good game as well, actually. Um, it was a perfect performance, really. Everyone played well. Couldn't have any complaints with any of the performances. Maybe some of the centre halves a bit ropey. Max Kilman again saving other defenders' um, arses. Uh, but apart from that, uh, midfield was perfect. Matinho has been a, a, a he's had a new lease of life, hasn't he? He's unbelievable. The first few games has been just incredible. Yeah, and Adama as well. Adama ran the show as well. Really good against Forrest as well, Matinia. But like I said, as expected. Dave, those two penalty incidents, what's your thoughts on them? Uh, Deli Alley one, it was right in front of me. I thought it was Stonewall when I saw it. Um, and like Tom said, I could see I could see why it was given. And I think, again, it's one of those where if the referee gives it, VAR is not going to overturn it. Um, but it's similar to the Samada one on replay. I don't have a clue how that's not, not being given. Um, that is definitely more of a foul than the other one. I really don't understand why that didn't get closely looked at. And I think if they told the referee to look at the monitor there, um, he, he would have given it. If, if if it was a red shirt, uh, i.e. Liverpool, Manchester United, uh, it would have 100%. Middlesbrough. No, it would have 100% been a penalty. Uh, 100% would have been a penalty. So, yeah, like I said, Dele Alli won't look stonewall, but I can understand why people are wound up about it. But it's just one of those, unfortunately. Yeah, and uh, and obviously, Nev's dispossessed. Was it was it at Skip he dispossessed? Yeah. Um, for the chance to when he put Adama through. Mate. I think so, yeah. That's Nevers just, in a nutshell, isn't it? Interception yeah, and just, chance to look back. Just nick, nick the ball and whipped a, a wicked ball. On, in, in behind Davinson Sanchez and I think I don't know if you were the same as me but I saw him go for a goal I just went yeah no coming here. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I just <laughs> I just was not convinced he was going to put it in the back of the net and he didn't but you should have rounded him I remember Finn years ago used to say should, why don't you just run it in the net That's that was the perfect time mate that was because he'll listen one day really quickly doesn't he like his feet are like, re- very very good I remember just looking up at the top of the south bank I thought fuck me that's dirty I just looked at him I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> believe it I didn't want to look at the pitch I didn't want to look at the pitch I, I was wound up mate I did the same at Leicester I just remember doing that for ages and I've seen yeah, it on Finn's, yeah. video, Finn's that, video everyone doing the same it's like almost Please. like Robert Green <laughs> when Robert Robert Green conceded that goal against USA he just didn't fucking stand up did he after that I was like Rob we got the rest of the game to play son yeah. yeah, I got yeah. out of my video, but I was going like, oh, please leave him alone, everyone leave him, because he just gets, it's like the vile abuse for about 10 seconds of, oh, I was going, oh, fuck, I said it, and everything. Come on, Adama, it, it, come on, mate. It, it is bad, but like, you just know he's going through, and I'm like, oh, it's like that video, that guy filming with the 4K with the tear coming down his arm, like, I know it's not going in, I know it's not going to go in. Um, but yeah, there, there's a few screenshots which make it look, once he's had the first touch, which isn't great, he is first quite limited. Yeah, and, and he always, we know every goal that's been like that, whether he's missed it or scored it. So the two Man City ones, bottom right, bottom right. Uh, the Leicester one, bottom right. Tottenham, bottom right. So it's sort of obvious where he's going to go, whether he can mix it up, maybe practice a dinking or time. literally mm. run it. He can take people on for fun. It's surely he can take on a goalkeeper <clears throat> as well and just run it in. Yeah. An XG of like 
Zero point nine nine for each shot. So um, Larice, maybe Larice that's the thing to no work on. There. He's like so. Yeah, he's committed. Yeah. Like if he goes round him, he's going to bring him down. Even if so, he goes round him, the defender, the defender would clip him as well. I think. <laughs> so he would. He would definitely won. won it's too predictable, here. though, isn't it? It's too predictable. Oh, you, you see him go through, and you just, you're not you don't have any confidence in him. I think that sort of transpires with him onto him. Sometimes it just. Never seems to have the full confidence that he's going to I think to it'll change. I think it'll change soon. If, if, if he stays, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit, if, I think he'll, he'll get you all comps, easily five to here ten goals. Go. Yeah, here we go. Not, <laughs> not these big 25. Yeah. 25 <laughs> goal contributions. No, but yeah, I think, I think he will. And the fact that I think against Leicester, he had the most shots he's ever had in a Premier League game. And he got in that position against Spurs again the second game after, like the, the second game after. When did he ever have those chances last season? I don't remember him running through as often as that with all that time and space. And the fact he's done it twice in two games, you could it's argue it. What size? Yeah, it, it favours him massively, and he's going. It's going to come. And if it's not the goals, he'll get the assists. It'll come. One thing we like I've noticed is instead of instead of just hugging the touchline, which I think he, it's just a bit of a comfort zone for him because he knows he stands out there, he's going to get the ball to feet. He's against Spurs, he was actually running in behind and stretching the play mm-hmm. and making he's those diagonal inside, runs and, and bending his run. Mate, if, if, if we can, if he's making them runs, fantastic. If we can then get him to maybe hit the back of the net once or twice, where he'll fire us up the league on his own I genuinely believe that but it's it, mm. it, we have this same conversation every single year I was about to say we? Yeah, we say yeah. this every season it's just got it seems a bit more promising this year that. but it mm. just seems to be the same conversation every time so. which for a player who's 25 now I think you know you've sort of I think there is a point where you go right okay you know you're 25 now you, you, you know you shouldn't still be you know learning how to finish um, but I don't know. I think the, the problem is I really like him, right? um, and that's it's he splits the fan base so much. I I was furious really when I saw the rumours that we could sell him um, because one because of how long's left in the window, and two because you get rid of him and you get rid of you know half the excitement of watching this team play. Um, no offense to Trinko, I know he scored last night, but um, he just doesn't offer. The same threat as Adama. Pedence potentially is not as quick, but he is explosive. Um, and I feel like he does have a bit more confidence in front of goal or, or you know, quality in front of goal that Adama does. Uh, but I don't know. Um, I mean, I think most of us hope that he stays. If we get good money for him and if he's well replaced, then I'll take it. But, you know, it is one of it's one of those situations really where, I mean, no one knows what's going to happen. This window has been mental. Yeah, I'm. It's. I'm. I'm hoping that the next time we come on the podcast, we're kind of, we're we're extremely happy that we've signed two or three good players and we've kept hold of Adama and and, and Nevs. But mm. it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting interesting um, week for sure. Um, Dave, just on that Spurs game, any standout performance for you? I thought personally, I thought Kilman had a had a had a very good game. He he saved Cody's bacon. Um, Quite a few times, but then also Jose Sarno gave out the penalty, but he just for me seems an upgrade on Patricio. Yeah, I think uh, I would say it's a little bit early to completely say it's an upgrade, but in terms of the saves he made against Spurs, his distribution seems decent as well. 
Um, Kilman, yeah, he's been fantastic last couple of games, and I, I'll hold my hands up because I sort of wrote him off definitely last year, um, saying that I wasn't that I wasn't too bothered if you know if he he got moved on. Um, so I think you know I can't remember how long's left on his contract. So I think he's got too long left, maybe a couple of years. So he'd probably get a a contract. I even saw another article linking in with England because Southgate's been in the last couple of games as well. Um, who knows? Um, I think, it, like we all know, probably have to play a back four before Southgate starts considering him as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, the 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 one the big tackle that he he put on uh, Son uh, was interesting because I saw uh, I rewatched that highlight and he runs across and completely leaves his man. So it's mm. such a big committed challenge. It was similar to remember Braga. Um, when I think Bennett lost the ball and Bolly left his man trying to run across and block it yeah. and in the end the ball come across and the guy had acres of space it was the exact same situation as that but he won the tackle and it was huge um, Adama like you say he, the thing with Adama last on Sunday was that he for the first half an hour he was phenomenal um, and the last sort of 20 minutes he was good but in between he was almost anonymous in my opinion it might sound harsh but he very rarely got involved and um, he did switch wings a couple of times mm. I would have just pinned him on Tanganga all game because uh, he was on a booking I know they switched wings at, at some point and we had Trincao on that side as well um, but yeah and, and Neves as well was phenomenal I know you shouted out Martino earlier he I don't know how he did it, but he uh, FIFA fans will know the bridge where you you like twitch the ball past the player and run past him. Somehow he uh, Matinho pulled that off on Oliver Skip. Uh, that was phenomenal. Um, but yeah, mate, no, he, got he, still I've got, got I got positives at every player. Honestly, they they all played really really well on Sunday. It was just a shame we couldn't get the result. Yeah, and I think uh, looking at the other fourteen on Twitter, which is like a like stats breakdown of yeah, we just boss every single one of them. Yeah, right? yeah. Most like stats. most pressures applied in week two. What Martinez was top for Wolves with twenty three, which is which is unbelievable, really, considering how how old he is. And of course, again, um, touches in the opposition's penalty area forty for Wolves. I reckon it took us um, probably four or five games to try and accumulate that. You know, um, in, you, in previous years, you know I mean, it means, it means nothing until you score, does it? But what what I was going to say was that a lot of players last season got a lot of stick, and I think there was players such as Matinho, such as Pedence, such as Dendonka, uh, such as a couple of the defenders that fans would have been happy to sell uh, because of how they played under Nuno, mm. but now under Bruno, it's just completely different. You see the players. Uh, they're expressing themselves a lot more, playing with a lot more swagger, playing in this attacking system, and it's suiting so many more of our players. Um, so it's good, like like, like I say, with Pedence, uh, once he has a run in the team, it'll be really intriguing to to see how he gets on. But it looks like the system at the moment is flattering everybody. There's not really been a massive disappointment so far with every uh, with any player. No, and. Ruben Neves on the uh, the most accurate long passes in week two, 16, six more than anyone else. Fellas, a joke. Need, need yeah, to keep hold of him. I think it was Stuntman Dave or someone put out a tweet about his stats against Spurs. And it's just, like, he's so good at everything. He's a cheat um, code. He's just, he's, and, and that's the Try thing. Like, we said, down, down. We said <laughs> this, we said this for a couple of seasons. <laughs> 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 oh, bloody FIFA references, man. Yeah. Uh, um, so, le- against Leicester, 17 shots. Against Spurs, 25 shots. You just... Nottingham Forest haven't, haven't got a point on the board all season. 
you just knew we were in for a one 0 shit housing, weren't we? They were going to beat us. But Finn, how wrong were we? So how wrong were we? Did you did you go to the game, Finn? No, no, oh. no. I, honestly, I thought there'd be some sort of stream. I, I was, it angered me so much that I was having like nothing. How it like because someone put on, didn't they? They managed to find yeah, um, Cape Verde versus Angola's basketball game or something <laughs> yeah. on his got his goal, but they couldn't find the Carabao Cup. It was mad. But just on that point, you were saying Matt as well about shots. I looked at it because you know there was that big thing going round about um, Wolves had the second most shots after Liverpool. Um, uh, in the first two games and I went proper stats nerd and went into the, what our XG per shot would have been compared mm. and I looked and we were only at about 0 0.05 for per shot whereas Liverpool's was I think 0 0.12 so we weren't I was looking there was a lot of shots outside the box stuff like that so whether it was glossing over that we weren't because there hasn't been many we were like god he's got to score there apart from Adama's and not, saying, not really saying, anymore saying that though Finn you look at Adama's and the one against Spurs, I think he hit the ball from outside the area. That that oh, extra yes, I'll look yeah. at that and it'll just be like, well, that's a shot from outside the area. It won't take into consideration yeah. that he's, he's through on goal. So, it, it, we're considering Lord, that though, it makes it even even more commendable, really. Um, but hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll, but sorry, I'm yeah, Forest. <laughs> yeah, but no, we'll, we'll, we'll go, we'll go <laughs> to Dave because I, I went to the game with Dave because you know we're. We're proper fans, I'm not you. But... <laughs> um... Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I had my jab. I wasn't feeling great. I'm tired oh, now. Bless you, mate. Oh, I do feel sorry for you two having to listen to Andy Thompson and Mikey Burrows on the comms. No, of... no, I did I not pay, I didn't pay for it. Principal. Out of principal, so I'm up £2.50. You can go do one for audio. Uh, you're watching the, oh. the sky. Thing is, I searched for the first half for a stream. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but then when it got to second half, it's like, oh, I'm not paying £2.50 for one half because I spent the first yeah. half trying to find a stream in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 I saw gone, people but... criticising Wolves for that, though. It's just not Wolves' fault. It's the ESL absolute well. clowns, yeah, mate. Happened, yeah. they, well, they sold it last year, though, isn't it? They sold it last year for a five, Rubbish. didn't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stoke game, yeah. I think it's already a terrible composition. Why not make it more accessible? Why don't we get less eyes on it? Yeah. Yeah, let's let's just let's just make it even worse. Sure, let's make it? it even more Tim Pot. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Me, me and Dave had a great time. I bought a monster oh, energy today. Still want to win it though, by yeah. Still want to win it. Yeah, yeah, little, um, we had a little little burger, but on the Trent, didn't we? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Whilst these two were on uh, on Dingle's AWE looking for the Sky Sports highlights, we were looking at the I was watching Everton, Huddersfield. Huddersfield bloody shit. I was in... Dave and I were in the thick of it. We were surrounded by like players, oh. his relatives, ne and next to John Ruddy's missus, John Ruddy's missus, like, dad yeah. and missus. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Gibbs we're, White's we're... girlfriend was there as well. Wasn't yeah, she? we were yeah, there. Litty Britty. Yeah, Litty Britty. Yeah, yeah. Litty -Britty, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we saw, saw her as well. It's um, Christ. I, I, I clocked it. I clocked it with Ruddy's missus straight away. I'm I'm so glad because, I mean, to be fair, he didn't have anything to she do, bold. but. Yeah, it, was bold, no, bold, no, it wouldn't bold. have been great if people started calling him bold if he conceded. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> He's so bold. That's why you bold tax. Yeah. <laughs> He's bold um, as anything. Respect, Dave, respect the bolds. Dave, were you shocked at the team that he put out? <clears throat> Little Dan coming back in. Y yes and no. Um, yes, in the fact that a quiet. Well, I say on at the weekend I thought it was going to be fairly strong just because we ain't got no 23s to bring into the team. Unless he's going ultra weak, there was no way he was going to completely rotate it because the under-23s uh, under anyway is very weak. 
Um, and then on Monday, when the under-23s team came out, there was only three or four main players missing. I think it was Samuels, Christian Marquez, Chem Campbell and Kundal. And then we found out Monday and Austin Samuels was off to Aberdeen. So there's only going to be three 23s players anyway. And then they, I found out on Tuesday, like lunchtime, that only one of them was in the squad. So then I knew, right, it's going to be a decent side. So it was still rotated. For us, that was, I wouldn't say quite second string, but the front three was, you know, second choice. Um, and, you know, it was great. First half, pretty slow. Um, I say slow, still absolutely bossed them. Had a good chance. And um, I remember I kept saying every set piece, right, 1-0, Lewis Graben, and he he come close to scoring for, for Forrest. But other than that, <laughs> second half, it was it was unbelievable. Like I said, the football we were playing was, was fantastic. And yeah. I know I said to you after the game, it's like, it's like watching a, a big team. I know that sounds stupid, but I remember, you know, when we beat Liverpool in the FA Cup year, a few years ago, uh, when we were in the Championship under Lambert, I remember watching them and we were like defending a 2-0 lead and the way they were passing the ball on the edge of the area just very quick, small passes. Yeah. It was exactly the same as how we were playing yesterday. Um, and if we can replicate that in the Premier League with our first choice players, because obviously they, it sounds bad for me to call them second choice because they're still all good enough to be in the first team. Um, yeah, we're going to score some goals this year, hopefully. Um but yeah, Bruno didn't seem phased. His positivity pre and post matches like fucking unbelievable to hear. So big win. I'm happy for I love him. all the players involved. Yeah. He speaks so well, doesn't he? And his interviews. I, I look forward to every single one of his interviews. He's always it fills you with confidence to compared to yeah. Nuno. Yeah. Fucking hell. Especially like, last it, just the, the way he talks, even he said like after the game, like every competition's massive for us. <laughs> um I think he said another great quote which I really liked, which was we, we mustn't confuse moving the ball patiently with slowly or something so something along yeah. those lines. I thought it was a really like decent little dig at last season. It probably wasn't intent well, it wasn't intentional, but um, no, I thought that the, the the change in mentality is just unbelievable and it just it, it's such a simple thing. Like all they've done, all he's done is put belief into the players that they can go out and play this style of football. And we've seen the effect straight away getting the the most out of our attacking players, which we've said for two seasons now, some of the attacking options we've got, if you, this is why we were crying out for a four at the back under Nuno, you know, with the attacking options we've got, we could seriously beat uh, uh, most of the teams in this division because we've got some of the best forward options in the league. You put them in a system like this, get them clicking. Uh, that's, that's, this is what should happen. Yeah, definitely. And it was nice to see us actually playing vertically instead of horizontally because for, for a couple of years we've been used to Pass it around the back. We go sideways. We go sideways. We go sideways. We're actually like playing through the thirds, and even even detail like the centre halves are probably five or ten yards further up the pitch, which then pushes everyone else up. And Dave, even like the the short corner routines. I'll ask Dave thing because they probably weren't on the um, on the highlights, but the short corner routines, mate. Forest were were. They didn't clue, did they? All over the place, weren't they? It was literally short corner, four passes, and we, we, we were through. Well, you, saw it, uh, you sort of saw it on the Sace goal, but the amount of routines that we pulled off uh, was like phenomenal. And it wasn't just like, you remember that under Kenny Jacker, right? We'll whip it in low. Dave Edwards, you you dummy it, and Sacco can whack it one. It was like three or four passes, like they've rehearsed this, you know what I mean? And it had Forrest you know, all over the place. Could have so we could have so easily scored three or four goals from set pieces alone yesterday, and I think in the Premier League, you know they'll 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 pay off. Um, 
so yeah, it, it everything, just the the details that have been put into this this system and. Like you said, it's like the defenders are 20 yards up the pitch and that means your attackers are 20 yards up the pitch and then you've got players like Adama then that haven't, as stupid as it sounds, haven't got as much to run up the pitch and he's got his energy reserved then, hasn't he, for, for longer in the game. Um, but yeah, it's just if we if we can play on Sunday against United how we've been playing and United under Oli tended to, tended to be a counter-attacking team so we could have a shitload of the ball again. So it'll be really interesting to see you know, how we play. And if we can boss United, again, regardless of the result, um, it'll be, be phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, I'm just glad we got the win last I mean, night. It'd be nice to win. But... Yeah. I mean, if we, we'd have gone into that lot, lot for maybe three or four, because lost to Celta Vigo as well, a lot of four uh, defeats on the on the bounce. It of, just, that doesn't look great, does it? But you look at the bigger picture, we've been playing fantastically well and... Uh, big mention to Aitnori and Silva last night. Didn't get a goal, but Silva was was unbelievable. His he, he, his movement, yeah, his his movement was partly one of the reasons why we played so well. He was just dragging the centre half out, and he's bulked up. And he was it, their their centre half was a, was a big bastard. He, he was roughing him up, and that's what we want to see. But we will move on from Forest chaps because conscious of the time, we've waxed lyrical for thirty three minutes. We've not even looked forward <laughs> to the United game, so. Finn, Manchester United are in town on Sunday. It's a bank holiday Sunday, R4 kickoff. Everyone will be tanked up in town. How do you reckon we're going to do? I'm not here. I'm I'm, uh, I'm just going to drop this name. I'm, I'm with Robbie Lyle with Arsenal fan TV oh, yeah. on his oh, YouTube yeah. channel. Drop, on the just put that name back Yeah, that's it. Cheers. Falling down onto me, that one on the video. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm with Uncle Robbie. So if anyone wants to watch the watch along, I'll be, it'll be on his channel. But Finn, United. We've met. We've got met the, the Wolves, Wolves fan. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I'll be there. Um, so we're, we'll be, yeah, 3 3 then, Matt, for, for being plastics. You've missed one, I've missed one. But, um, but no, I, I am worried, as you say, about them being, they thrive under a counter attack as well, don't they? I don't rate Ollie as a manager whatsoever. So I'm worried that we're going to play into his hands and go, go on, just do what you've done to save your ass a lot of the time. But there hasn't really, like Spurs, you'd say, if they were playing Nuno ball, we didn't give them that many chances to counter. A lot of the interceptions on the halfway line were, were brilliant, where you could counter-press. And I, one thing I did want to mention as well, just in case it comes off and I look like a genius, I noticed that Wolves, for the first time since Arsenal away, the first season we were promoted, we put a Dharma, as you're talking about set pieces, on the halfway line when we were defending corners. And I don't know why we haven't done it for years, but if a goal comes like that soon, it's got like, why haven't we been doing it? Why is he on the front post? We put him on the halfway line. It leaves you've got to take two back at least, one ball up, and we're in for him to miss again. So, um, but no, hopefully that'll, that'll work <laughs> did you, soon. Did you see? <laughs> sorry, sorry to go back to the Spurs game. Did you see? We were about ten minutes ago when we won the lob. Uh, they put every single player up for the corner. Boss Jose saw every single player went up for the corner, and there was no one back. That was about ten, oh, wow. five, ten minutes ago. Um, I saw it and I thought, right, there was what two players back. And Bruno was like, no, get in the box. Every single player went in the box for the, for the call. And I was you've like... Got, I don't, you've got it. What's the point? Like, if you're going to lose a game, might as well lose it free. One and two. Well, well the thing is... Well, exactly, exactly. And I thought, would Nuno ever do that? No. And he always had everyone back no. on corners as well, defensively. Mm. So if we start leaving players back up, you're right, Finn. Like, you know what I mean? So, There'll be a goal from that at some techniques. point. But... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tom, would you, uh, would you make any changes from the... Uh, from the Spurs game, uh, you know what? I've, I've actually been caught, and I've said he was shit. Uh, Keanu Hoover's actually been all right as well. He was he was good against Forest. Um, I've seen some people yeah. on Twitter say I'd rather him than Samada, but 
Would you would you mm. stay unchanged, Tom? I suppose I haven't really, really much choice. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd stay unchanged unless we, you know, I mean, you know, God gives us a gift and we actually sign some, you know, players before the end of the window. Um, I, I don't see any reason why to change it. Yeah, Keanu Hoover's been okay. I'm still not 100% convinced on him, I'll be honest. He's had some bright spells in, in some games, but um, for a Premier League start, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Semedo, personally. Um, I thought he was really good against Spurs. His play on the inside channel is always really useful for us because we have Trinko, who can go on the outside and the inside, but then you've got Trinko, Benzies, runs in between the centre-half and the and the full-back. Um, he got in so many times in the second half against Spurs, where at least three or four times where they just couldn't handle him. He would just make that run every time. Trinko would come inside, play that ball into Semedo, and straight away we're down to you know the touchline or the, or the byline, really. So I, I would keep Samedo in. I think he's he's so important to the way we play. Another beneficiary of the system. Um, possibly Pedensin for Trincao. I think Pedens will be one of the biggest beneficiaries of Lars's system. I think we saw that, that against Nottingham Forest. I'll, I'll just <laughs> screw my face up there. You know, he's, uh, <laughs> he's doing. Uh, he's very serious. Um, no. Nah. <laughs> No, I, I, I think that Pedence, for me, has, has shown that he's he's a quality player on his day. And in this system, we saw him get Forrest. He was unbelievable. He had about five or six shots just by himself. Um, and obviously got the goal as well and played really well all round. Um, whether he does start due to the injury, he's just come back from injury. So, you know, not like last season where we forced players back to play straight away and they got even, you know, their injuries were exacerbated because of it. Um I think he probably will rest him, but I would I'd like to see him play against United. Um, yeah. I think uh, it would push Adama back to the right hand side. I think him and Semedo were good last season, um, and I think Pedence and Marcel would be a very decent left hand side. To be fair, it's good balance. So yeah, that's probably the only change I'd make is Pedence in. But apart from that, don't see any reason why to change it. Dave, score prediction. <laughs> I was, gonna, I was gonna say about Pedence. Two one I was gonna I was gonna say about Pedence. I think uh, I like a on the left anyway, cutting in on his on his right foot. Yeah. Um but um Pedence, he was alright with Forrest, but I probably wouldn't start him just yet. It wouldn't surprise me though, to be fair. I, uh, you know, but I, I think it's a bit too early. But it wouldn't surprise me to see Bolly on the bench as well. I think Sunday we could have a really strong bench. Um mm. more or less, you know, Kundal being the only twenty threes on there. But um Score prediction one one. I'm going with one one. Finn. I was gonna go one one as well, so I'll go Desmond. I think it's yes. gonna be a draw. Um <laughs> nah, a bit of variety. Uh, I wouldn't mind Pedence as well, as you were saying. That Traore in theory on the left works, but I felt like a lot of the time they're showing him onto his left foot. So if you can mix it up, Pedence obviously better on the on the left normally. Um or in the tent, he loves so. it though, doesn't he? Adama, when he gets himself a yard, he's like, right, I've got to shoot now, rather than just. But he's yeah. starting to learn how he can lay so off. So unnatural, isn't it? When he has yeah. a shot, mm. it's like, just <laughs> wails it, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thomas, score prediction: what? three one Wolves. Bloody hell! Two for Jimenez, two for Jimenez. He'll start. His, he'll open his account, and Jeez. I think that. Mm, who else? Den Donker's going to get his first. Going to be a twenty-five yard soon, rifle. Twenty-five yard yeah. rifle. He's going to. He's going to. Thirty goals this season. He'll, he'll do. He'll do a step soon. over. He'll do a step over past Fred and, and bang it from 20, 20 yards. I reckon. So. Well, hopefully we get someone fairly poor in the um, in, in in the Carabao Cup. So 
then Donkey can stat pad some goals for your agenda. <laughs> yeah, we do need uh, we do we do need some. Uh, oh my god! I'm just sorry. I've just seen Newport lost eight nil and West Brom lost yeah. six nil. I know. Mm. <laughs> Makes our result look a bit rubbish. Oh, oh bloody hell! Bruno out. one time. Get him out. <laughs> one time. Get him out. Oh lads, There's, the 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 transfer window shuts in how many days? When is this going live? Five. Um, five or six. One, two, three, four, five. Six, no, I think we've got, we've got just, a, just under a week. We've got, got just under a week. While the Tony's goes out, we'll have a few days. We've been linked with the likes of Kiefer Moore. I hope we sign him because me and Dave have already got a song. Yes. <laughs> we'll, 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 say, we'll save that. Probably not appropriate for the terraces. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> no, not that version. Not that version. Uh, not really it is in 2021. Yeah, no, 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 no. We won't be, we won't be doing that. We've been linked with um, uh, Botman from Lille today, which would be an no, 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 unbelievable no, 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 no. signing. But we've 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 uh, Kunde we've going to it. with uh, Sevilla. Uh. It looks it it'd look unlikely. And who who was the Croatian fellow we were linked with earlier, Dave? Jui Chaleta Char. It's it's it, yeah, Chaleta Sar, isn't it? I, I thought mean, it was Chaleta Sar. Chaleta Char. Well, there we go. Uh, I told yeah. you, Rosetta Stone. Uh, you... <laughs> 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 um, what? Who else? Who else have been linked with recently? Guedes. Like it's, it's hard. Yes, oh, Guedes. Goncal Guedes. Uh, Diawar as well surfaced again today, didn't it? Dave saying that the office still on the table. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him coming just before the end of the window with a gun to his head because Roma wanted to get rid of him. If <laughs> <laughs> we want to come to Wolves, well, they, yeah, Ro- Roma are desperate to get rid of him. And obviously, there's mm. been rumours that he's rejected us before, even when he was at Napoli. But then his agent has said that's false. So who knows? Um, but it's everyone's comparing it to the Catrone situation, unfortunately. Um, mm, but yeah, yeah, it wouldn't surprise because we haven't really been linked with any other centre mids of, of of note. Uh, Guedes is one, uh, another player that obviously we've been linked with. For some reason, a lot of people don't seem to like him. I'm not 100% sure why. Um, I, I, is it due I, to value I, or what? I, I don't know. I just, when you look at his numbers, his output isn't much yeah, but Tom, greater. I, Tom, than... but everyone says this about Adama though, isn't it? Everyone says Adama's yeah, but numbers If you look at yeah, what Adama makes up for it with. Because um, Guedes not though. What do you know? Uh, <laughs> he's never seen him. Gonna, no, and that's I, not I, me I, being. I, that's not I, being an arse. But like, I saw fair, a lot of people I, I saying have, it. I, I have. I have been a little bit sort of flip flop with this opinion because I put him in a dream and realistic signings video. Go check that out, by the way. Um, and I, he was one of the options in there for the realistic buy, I think, or one of the honourable mentions or something like that. I watched him play and he's a good player. Uh, I think I remember saying at the time he's got good intelligence, he's a good dribbler, uh, he knows when to pick a pass and when to shoot. Um, so, uh, uh, I guess I was just caught up in the, uh, you know, if you replace him with a place of a Dharma with him, then I don't see I, much of the point because you're getting I, two similar yeah. but different players, if you know what I mean. But then, if we do sign him alongside other players, I wouldn't mind. As Matt said, it's like getting rid of your Lambo and getting a bus pass. <laughs> no, I, like I get. <laughs> no, I get. 
I get why people say that, and I think as a as a direct replacement for Adama, I can understand why people are going to be upset, and obviously the value as well. And I think it's because the the value or the price that's been touted for him is a lot of money when there's other areas that need strengthening more. But the argument I don't get is that his numbers are low because everyone defends Adama to the hills about his numbers being low. Um, so and saying, well, what's, I think he backs that up with at? his dribbling, though. His dribbling, yeah. his chances well, created. But no one, half the people that say that, Tom, half the people that are saying it on Twitter have never watched Guedes play before. That's the thing. That's fair enough. So, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. That, I, but that's, yeah. If you look at in isolation, as uh, if the Wolves are signed Guedes, you'd be like, good signing that, to be fair. Yeah, it's Maybe decent, a little yeah. bit too expensive. However, when you take into consideration he's going to be replacing Adama, I think that's when people start to look at it and be like, Mm, no, and he's a Mendes coin like as well. Yeah, well, that's pissing me off at the minute. Well, uh, well, I mean, I'm I bit my tongue for for most of this window. To be fair, and as as David put in the comments on YouTube, oh, Matt Cooper be being fair. positive, <laughs> Matt Cooper being positive, but won't last long. Enjoy it whilst it lasts. Yeah, yeah. yeah hmm. Like no, I have been positive, and I trust the board to get it right. However, I have bit in my tongue because I feel like they haven't yet for this window and it's just the, the constant Mendes carousel or like, there's always a winner and a loser and I feel like the past couple of couple of years we've been pretty much on the losing end rather than on, on the winning end but we've got the Adama Traore deal Finn. Spurs offering £5 million for a loan with the option to buy um, which is purely to, to turn the player's head um, do you think he'll go? Kane obviously staying now do you think Adama ends up at Spurs this window? I don't think so. It's a ridiculous offer, isn't it? Who, like, just what were they thinking? Daniel Levy to a T. But I think, especially with Bruno saying last night, that sort of reassured me a little bit more. Obviously, he's been saying we need three or four players and zero of those have come in so far. So whether he's just saying that in hope that he'll stay. But I think it's a it's a new contract or, or sell. Um, and for me, if he wants to be... The, let alone one of the highest players. If Martinez on 100 grand a week and Adama saying, I want that as well, I don't see how Wolves can say you're not contributing as much as Martinez. I don't. Under, I know he's older and different factors like that. But for me, if he if he wants 100 grand a week, you give him 100 grand a week. I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't Wolves can say you don't get the numbers, the returns back. But there's no player like him, is there? And as you say, any replacement that comes in, there's no one that's gonna. Like appease the fans, maybe the, the players coming through. Doku maybe is a smaller Traore, but there's no players in the world like him. So you're never gonna please everyone, are you? Apart from the people that just hate him. I think he'll sign a new deal. I do. I think he'll stay. The thing is, though, so. like if Wolves argue that you don't deserve to be a top earner, I'm sorry, but he's... he does. Who does? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he's one of he's one of our most influential players. And you got Matinho, and all right, he has improved the past few games. And hundred grand a week, like last season, was stealing, living for the last like two, two or three months. You, you're probably looking at Adama, thinking, "What am I doing wrong here?" Well, obviously, we know what he's doing wrong. You're not putting mm. the ball in the back of the net, but it's uh, he's got he's got he has, he has got a case, and I think he, he he was ready to sign a deal in May, but the the Nuno situation changed that. Um, but I, I really hope we keep hold of him, and and, and he signs a new contract. Tom, do you think he'll he'll go to Spurs? And if he does, how much do you reckon it'll be for? I mean, first of all, I, I get why he wants to play under Nuno. It's a bit daft, isn't it? Like Nuno would definitely hold him back as a player. No offense to to Nuno, obviously. Yeah, he improved a lot under Nuno, and he had that great season. But um, 
you know, that was his combination with Jimenez. But um, I think the price, what was it, like 45 million euros, which is, I'm going to take a wild guess. Feet, it? Yeah, it's about 30, 40 million-ish. Um, I think, still think that's too low, but then you've got to think, you know, he's got two years left on his contract. If he's not going to sign, his value is only going to decrease. Mm. Um and if you're looking at him as a depreciating asset, then I guess from a business standpoint, it doesn't make sense to cash in now. I guess the question is, do we have enough time to reinvest that money into a, a quality replacement? Which, you know, considering how this window has gone, uh, what, what, notwithstanding your opinion on the board or whatever, but, you know, we, we, the fact that we're leaving it this late is dangerous game because clubs are going to up their prices. They know we're desperate for players. Um, it's, it, it's such a dangerous game to play. It's less time to get replacements in. Um, if even if we do sell a Dharma, let's say, uh, I think there was rumours that uh, a Campos would cost about forty million. If we sell a Dharma for forty million and then come to Sevilla, they're going to bump the price up because they know we've got just got a bump, uh, a, a, a good chunk of cash from the Adama deal. It's late in the window. They're going to want to find a replacement before they sell a Campos. And before before then, you, the window's closing. If you just sold the player and you haven't been able to replace him properly. To be um, fair, they've signed they've signed like hundred wingers this window, so I don't think he's necessarily finding a I mean adequate replacement probably because the Campos is the bollocks, but yeah. that's for me he would be the only one who I'd be happy with us replacing him with and semi realistic it's probably off the table now more so we haven't got Europe, um, but it's. It's, it's going to be an interesting one. He needs to sign that contract, big boy. You really, you really need to sign the contract, big boy. Sign the contract. Send. Dave? I don't know why he doesn't want to play under Lodge, to be honest. Oh, no, mate, I think he be, does. Have, I think, yeah. he, I think he he'll be convinced. Be. Yeah, I think he's yeah, been convinced. He he'll to. sign it. By the, by the deadline, he'll be signed, I reckon. So, we the deadline shuts. Um, the deadline is on Tuesday, Dave. Mm-hmm. Does, and does either Neves or Adama leave? And how many... How many First team players that we bring in. This is your no, prediction. No, neither leave and yep. free free players. Jeez. Jeez. And it, it's promising, sorry, it's yeah. promising that the two players we've been linked with today are, in my opinion, top caliber, top quality. So if we can mm. convince one of them to join, uh we'll sign a striker and we'll sign a centre mid. Finn. What are we about? 15 million up at the moment, I think, from sales with yeah. with the few that went last week. The, I, I think we can spend, though. This is the thing. I, mm. And I saw this about the FFP thing with the Europa League. I think it's we're out of that. It's bollocks FFP, now. you think? It's bollocks. Yeah, it's, no, it's, no. I, I just think the club are keeping coy, saying we need to sell to buy, so they're not coming out and saying we've got loads of money, we're going to get fleeced. I just think it's smoke and mirrors, I do. I think they'll spend some mm. dough. They've got to be cautious, but as a seller, it, it, a seller, as a seller, it benefits you more for FFP than buying does. So yeah. basically, if we sign, mm-hmm. uh, most of you probably get it. We've sold, say, for argument's sake, fifteen million pounds worth of players. If you sign a fifteen million pound player on a five-year contract, you divide yes. it by the contract, it's so it's only it's three million. It only eats three million amor- into it anyway. It's called amortization, isn't it? Mm, so that's yeah, we've got we got room. Fifteen to twenty million is a decent amount for FFP. So mm. sorry, Finn. Yeah, so I'd say same as Dave, but two in. I think you're going to get centre mid and a centre back. Probably centre mid on loan and a centre back. Probably. So, yeah, I'm being very, very optimistic with three, but I'm I'm backing it. Tom, quickly before we go on to the questions, what what do you reckon? Yeah, two, two centre back, centre mid. Um, just simple, really. 
And will Neves or Adama leave? No. I think we'll keep him. I'm confident we'll keep him, to be fair. Um, barring any crazy stuff happening on, on deadline day. Lovely stuff. Well, let's hope. Let's hope that's, that is the case. Lads, we're going to move on to the questions now. Uh, we didn't ask for any questions last week purely because we had loads to talk about. And to be honest, most of the questions have been, will Wolves sign anyone? And if they do sign anyone, who are yeah. they going to be? And I think we've covered that really. Um, so uh, we've got a question on Twitter from Wolves Kizza. Um, expectations for the season after the recent start, Dave? Top half. I know someone asked about Europe. I don't think we'll quite make Europe if we do. Unbelievable, but yeah, top half comfortably. And by the sounds of it, he's going to take the cup seriously. So a nice cheeky little cup run. Probably get to the Carabao Cup final versus City or something. Won't won't buy a ticket because I won't waste my time. Um, no, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> but nah, a, a lovely cup run. Trip back to Wembley, although I hate the place, would be would be nice. Top half. Finn. Yeah, tenth to twelfth. Maybe not as optimistic as Dave. The goals should flow, shouldn't they? But if it if it becomes a thing, if you don't score against United and I don't know, yeah, te- in that area, I don't think we're going to be worrying and we're going to be more entertained. So it's a win-win and then we build from there. Tom? Yeah, I'm st- I'm still going to stick with my original prediction, which I think was 12th, 13th, something like that. But I've got us down winning the FA Cup. So um, I think we'll be able to do decent in the cup competitions this year. But league-wise, yeah, I, I think we'll have a- quite a few of the frustrating performances <coughs> like we've seen in the past the first two weeks where we should win and we won't. Cool. Um, we've got a question on the Instagram. I'm not being rude, chaps. I'm getting the questions up. Um, <laughs> so I've been listening. So I'm just putting some bit now. What did Tom just um, say then? <laughs> <laughs> You've been ignoring me again. Something about the steeple stand? It's closed. This uh, this one's from underscore WWFC eighteen seventy seven and it's probably more so for Dave. Um, any news on transfers? We've covered that um, third kit. Any news on the third kit, Dave? There hasn't been a date, but I would assume it's going to be out in the next week or two because we've got Watford away um, in a couple of weeks. So we'll wear it for Watford away, I'd assume. So yeah, I reckon they're keeping weeks. it for um, when they announce a new signing. I would love that as well, but yeah, it should definitely be in mm. over the international break, if not a little bit earlier. And also, the free international shipping is uh, uh, on the mega <laughs> does it store. Expire? It expires tomorrow, thir- well, today, Thursday. Ooh, so oh, it could yeah, be out there. Yeah, They're yeah. tricking that e commerce department, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, got some other questions here. Um, which player do you think will shine the most under Brunelage's tenure? Tom. No, Ooh, it's not Tom, I'm asking Tom. Get your kit off, son. Shows your kit. Let me out to dinner first, at least. you got to wine and dine me. Get me in the good box. Oh, um, <laughs> I've lost my trail of thought now. I'm all flustered. He's flat. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I got, I, it's going to be a bit boring, but Nevers. Uh, if, if he stays, he's just going to, you know, he'll play of the season. PFA player of the year. Yeah. yeah it, it, Nevers will benefit the most. Finn, who do you think is going to be the, the shining star under Bruno? The one that I thought from the start of the season still hasn't had a kick in the league, 8-0, I really thought maybe we'll see him in these Brentford-Watford games. 
And the, I've still got some hope there because he's just, as a wing back in that system, just unreal. So hopefully him, but more realistic. Uh, I don't. I would lean towards Neves. Kilman, it's a bit boring to say a centre back's going to shine, especially when we're playing so attacking. So let's say Adama. I've, I've said he's going to get ten. So let's hope he shines enough for that. Dave, biggest shining star under the uh, under Bruno uh, Ball. You're right. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to think. Sorry. What's going on yeah. there? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Neves or Adama, I think. Just based on early performances, the fact that Adama's having the amount of efforts and getting involved way more than he ever was last season bodes well for me. And Neves just looks so comfortable at the minute. And I think regardless, if we sign a new centre mid, he's going to keep his place. And if we sign a new winger, Adama will keep his place. So. Mm. Um, we've got um, we've had loads of questions on centre-halves. Um, and and, and in, in a lot around Kilman and Cody. We'll start with Kilman first. Uh, Jacob Harper on Instagram. Kilman is our best centre half by far. Do you agree, Tom? Good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. Easily yeah. on perform. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> on, on on performances. Yeah, I, I I think Bolly has kind of been hit and miss since his injuries. Um, Saïs actually, I think. Has been hit and miss, but he could have the the odd like ten out of ten performance. So he, you know, he is solid at times. Cody, you don't need to speak about him really. Um, yeah, we'll Kilman, I think he's, I think Kilman. Yeah, I, I don't see why not. He's outperforming all of our other centre halves at the moment. So yeah, good show. Finn, Kilman, our best centre half. I'm form. I remember last season around this time, me saying he's going to get called up for England. <laughs> so I've got to try, got to try and back it, but. Left footed centre half, yeah, I, I like him. I do like him, and certainly of the three so far. But Mosquera looked really promising. It, it is Very promising to see how many young centre halves we've got coming through. And if Kilman was yeah. Portuguese or whatever, we'd bought him from somewhere not that's not Maidenhead or Maiden, wherever it was. It's was one of the two. One I can't remember, but yeah, he's, I think that that harms his um his overall thing that he's come through like that. But yeah, the performances have been unbelievable so for now. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to go with that. Dave, quickly, Kilman, best centre half, it's or no? Not by far. Like Finn said, on four years, but I ain't going to say he's mm. the best centre half. Definitely. I think it's easy to drink from the Kool Aid, then. He's had two good performances, mm. and all of a sudden he's like getting England calls up, or whoever suggests yeah. that's a muppet. Um, <laughs> Mark, Mark Sidaway, um, what do you think should happen to Cody if we move to a back four, Dave? I reckon push me to midfield. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't stop. Well, that's, that's the that's that's the um, big dilemma, isn't it? If you wanna, he's on about Lars is on about progressing as a club, improving as a club, and you've got to make big decisions like that, really. And if if one of those big decisions is unfortunately to, you know, drop drop Cody, then you know, as a professional, I think he'll he'd understand it. Um, but it's one of them. It's difficult, isn't it? It's, uh, I think we know. I know. I know we've. Slated him a little, not slated him, but made little comments about him today. I think for what it's worth, he's been okay. He was all right last night against Forest. Found his level, obviously. I'm joking. Um, oh, David. Um, oh, David. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. You just um, scraped. What a plastic. Um, but yeah, against Spurs, he got caught out a couple of times. But like I said, if you want to progress as a club, unfortunately, he does have to have to put him up to as a next to Neves in the midfield. I think that's what we've got to do. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, no, uh, the boy sell swap uh, keep wherever it was. And you he can do the John Ru- he, he can do the John Ruddy on, on the bench. Two two yeah. leaders on the bench and pat everyone down when they uh, when they come in to the dressing room. <laughs> uh 
And uh, this this final question is from uh, Price underscore Henry. Finn, best and worst trims at Wolves. Trims are haircuts for the Oof. old generation. Worst Matt Cooper, Tom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really on board with the current Neves one. I don't. I'm not. I prefer Porto Neves. Like Pearl, where you look proper sharp. Yeah, I suppose that's what he's going for, isn't it? Uh, Trinkhouse is ambitious. I wish I could pull that off. Worst. You've... John Ruddy, he ain't got none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ruddy. Pedence is sometimes his fade is questionable. Ooh, um, but he looked pretty have... sharp last he's ba- night. His barber listens to this. Yeah. It it's not you, Sorry, Jamie. I thought he said like a great two all over. <laughs> That's good. Oh, it mean, was one, I remember in lockdown. Like... I think his girlfriend did it. That's why Pedentis was awful, wasn't it? Because it was like just like dumpf. There, God, I'd, any I'd, of the, I'd have sacked her off. Tom, who do you reckon's got the best hair at Wolves? Me. Oh, uh, <laughs> 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 no, uh, I don't know. It's a difficult question. There's so many trims available. Uh, Adama. I like Adama. When, when he gets yeah. them braids, mm. you know it's serious Adama time when he gets it braided. In the I remember when he, I think, was, it Bournemouth, was it Bournemouth away when he first like donned the braids and we we're like, who's he spoken? Completely, yeah. and I must say, talking about aesthetics, his teeth are unbelievable now, aren't they? Is that, I told you, fifteen grand on veneers. Yeah, that's mm. uh, he looks. He looks fantastic. Uh, Maybe that's why he wants the highest wage. Yeah, what it's worth, I know you said earlier about about Matinho on 100 grand. (laughs) No player at Wolves is on 100 grand at the moment, by the way. It's much lower. That's a a party bomb. That's an exclusive for you. Wow. How'd you know? Exclusive. That's That's 3 1 now, and it gets a fan cast. Maybe with add ons, (laughs) like appearance fees and all that, it it might be close, but Matinho isn't on 100 Mm. grand a week, and neither was Patricia. Who is the highest? Yeah, Patricia was high, wasn't he? So you've got rid of that. Yeah. To, to like, I'd assume Mat- Matino and Patricia would have been on similar, but they weren't on 100 grand a week. Mm. They must I have been the highest that. earners, though, sure. But your dad will tell me that he's mm. been on uh, sportsrack.com and he can see Fabio Silva's on 80 Silver's grand on. a week or whatever. <laughs> <Flipping>. That <laughs> made no sense to me. I remember checking when one of those. Connor Cody's on 12 grand a week. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. One of those wage rooms, he's like, he's like Fabio Silva's on like 65, 70 cows. No chance we're paying him that. I think Catroni's on like 70 grand a week as well. I think he's on about 65, you know. He's on about 65 Catrano. grand a week. Oh, I swear. He couldn't have cows out of a banjo. Why was he on 65 oh. grand a week? I'm That's sure he's on about 60 grand a week. Why does he look so miserable? Yeah. That's going to say. Imagine all the pizza and pasta you could afford. Isn't that? <laughs> <laughs> That's why yeah. we, uh, we've probably been we're paying half his wage at most of the clubs he's at. No wonder. No one yeah. wants to buy him. It might, it might not be. as. I'm, I'm sure someone said to me before, it's 65 grand a week. That's mental. That is that mental. Is well, what do you think no, at the time? He was probably he was like one of the hottest prospects, wasn't he? Um, yeah. <clears throat> in in Europe, and he, I think a lot of people expected him to be a, a strong first teamer, and obviously it wasn't the case. No, so. that's that's still that, annoyed that, was... that didn't work out. Still oh, annoyed at oh, that. Couldn't care less. He's poor. <laughs> <laughs> Lads, I think uh, I think we're done. I think we're done just over the hour mark. Um, before we go, we'll. We'll go through the Football Content Award nominations. Talking Wolves, best club content creator. Don't forget to vote for us. It means the world. It really does. Hopefully, we can we can bring it home. Um, 
Thomas, where can people find you should they wish? I'm actually meeting up with Tom Friday, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, a little uh, we'll meet up. Manchester. <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> do some big, big, do some serious army, big stiff idiots. Um, yeah, we're gonna meet. Oh, I'm going up to Manchester, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pop into Tom's flat and and uh, say hello and get him. Some, get him use some the uh, use the bench press if you want. Oh, I'll bench I'll bench press you, fella. <laughs> <laughs> you probably could, to be fair. I don't probably, weigh a lot. Probably yeah. same, mate. Same. Where can people find you, mate? Tom underscore Parker 12 on Twitter. I tweet opinions uh, that are half decent. And then Instagram will be Tom he underscore Parker 2412. Oh, cheers for that, Dave. <laughs> Fake news. That's a party bomb. That's my career over. <clears throat> okay, he's, he's done you there. Finn, Finn's uh, vlogs are back, by the way. Make sure you get onto his channel there. Uh, they're, they're back with a vengeance. Finn, how did, uh, how did Neto get, get that shirt to your sister, by the way? I don't want to know. Um, really? It was a, really? it was a late birthday present. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. It was a late birthday present, um, but he was uh, when it was meant to come. He was he'd gone back like in May, uh, April time. He'd gone back to Portugal because of his injury. He hadn't stayed. Um, but yeah, that's that's worrying. She is eighteen now, so stay so, away, Pedro. But uh, has, has she been in direct contact with him to get that signed? Or no, no, uh, it, it was bully. It was that's, he's oh sorry. okay okay I, well. You know, you know, you know, that's how rumours start, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, we can squash that one for now. But um... <laughs> here we go, here we go, confirmed. <laughs> well, no, yeah, Darcy Neto. <laughs> oh, my, of all people, yeah, I'd take that. Man. You're welcome over any time, Pedro. He's a good-looking good bloke. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, Finn. The vlogs are back. Where can people find them? Yeah, and where can people find you? Yes. Uh, praying for a Jimenez goal sooner or later. Um, but yeah, F-I-N-E, double R-Z on everything. Because um, we need some views. Um, so yeah, everywhere. Oh wait, Wolves have just come out of the Carabao Cup draw. Home tie. Go. Home tie versus number 24, which is, please be don't, no. Tottenham. Oh, again. Oh, at home. No. Are you serious? Oh, boy. Oh. It's off, dude. I'm sick. He don't want to. Spurs again. Oh, Spurs. I didn't hear what you said. Yeah. Get out. He can't Get keep out. away from Mold, yeah. can he? Get out. Oh, we're going to have another go. stunning ovation. There's a lot. No, the thing is, though, there's a lot of Premier League, all Premier League ties there. When I, what oh, I've just seen. So. He just Spurs, can't stay away, he can he? He loves the place. He had a trim in Tetnal, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he did at the Turkey Farmers. <laughs> yeah. What a bloke. Oh, no. What a, no, they they are they have some serious talents in Turkish barbers, mate. They get some great fades. I mean, this podcast is just good it's all to over know. Great show. chat, Dave. We, we're <laughs> wrapping up, mate. Uh, where can people find you, mate? Sorry, yeah, it's Dave as a party on the Twitters, um, Instagram, um, and obviously, yeah, go and check it out. Check it out, check it out. He's come off private now, so you can go and uh, have a look at his Instagram. He's Mallorca twenty twelve pictures. <laughs> um, you can, you can find me. <laughs> Uh, M Cooper writes on Twitter, uh, on YouTube, Matt Cooper bites if you're interested in mixed grills. And you can find Talking Wolves across YouTube, obviously, you're here. If you're listening on Spotify, you can uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Talking Wolves. Dave, do you want to, do you want to uh, sign us out with the usual, if you're new, you like, you subscribe, you do this, you do that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, if you, if you are new, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Like, if you're watching on YouTube, like, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you can drop us a review, please do leave us a five-star review as well. But in, until next time, we'll see you 
very very soon and Brentford Dave Brentford what are they no, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> We're the ending. God's sake. Hey, Gash on the last podcast, and they turned Arsenal over. As a party bomb strikes again. Until next time, folks, take care. We'll see you soon.